Okay, there we go. All right, uh, thanks for tuning in. This is Up to Date, uh, kind of an explanation to the title. Uh, this is a modern day dating podcast, so uh, kind of up to date what's going on with dating, and then also, um, yeah, I'm up to date, you know, kind of just play on words. <laughs> um, and then, so basically my goal with this is not to give advice on dating, but more to share stories with friends or strangers um, about their dating experiences mm -hmm. in the modern day world. Um, the goal is kind of just to have something that people that are listening can relate to and kind of understand that there's not one specific way to be good at dating and end up with, you know, your loved one. Um, so with me today for the first episode, I have Madeline Whitley. Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> and so Madeline, uh, just go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself. So I live in Columbus. Um, I have a blog called Mad Balanced on Instagram and I have a website too, but um, yeah, I'm into yoga. That's how I met Julia. Um, right? Yeah. Kind of. I think so. I don't remember. I think... Kind of. I don't know. Oh, we met at, um, Dr. Amigos. I guess so, but, but I, but we had we, known each like, other. Yeah, we, I don't know. Whatever. I saw you there. When yeah. I there. Um, yeah. So into yoga, cooking, all that good stuff, mental health and wellness and the, uh, the interesting path that is millennial dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what do you do on a day-to-day, -day, like, <clears throat> job-wise? So I work at a counseling center um, for people on the autism spectrum, and I do group and individual and a bit of yoga therapy there. Um, yeah, and it's, it's fulfilling for what it is right now, but constantly with the millennial brain, I suppose... <laughs> constantly thinking of what's next, what else I can be doing, that type of stuff. But yeah, I work out, cook. I live a pretty chill life, quite honestly. I think that sometimes we can get caught up in people's Instagram pages because they're more so highlight reels. So it looks maybe if you were looking at my Instagram, like I live like a very busy life, which I am busy, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty chill kind of lame. I'm a, a pretty lame 26-year-old, I'd say. <laughs> I think you're very cool. Um, <laughs> all right, so um, Madeline's the first person I think that I told about this idea of the podcast. I honestly don't know much about her dating life, actually. Um, earlier today is when we started to talk about it a little bit, but this is completely unabridged, um, no edits or anything, so just mm -hmm. a forewarning. <laughs> um, so, yeah, tell me about your dating life. Oh my word, where do I even start? It's, uh, it's something. So I never really dated a lot growing up. Like I was never like the girl in high school who had a boyfriend or anything. And I didn't really date in college or anything. I've, I've had one boyfriend and it lasted for like a month. So there's that. Um, so that gives you a little, a little taste of what my dating history is like. I'm more of a, um, like attract the guy and you're kind of with them for a while and you don't know what's happening or where anything's going and everyone's confused and <laughs> it's pretty sweet <laughs> but not but yeah like that's the, how things are right now right exactly everyone. and that's yeah yeah and that's why I feel like it's nothing is evolving because that's just kind of I've been in this like cycle this loop of just 
being with dudes who have commitment issues or don't want it, don't want it like anything out of it, but then don't verbalize that to you. And it's just like a constant state of confusion, really. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's tough. It's really tough. It's hard mentally. And I think that I've, um, gotten a lot stronger mentally with the whole dating thing. Cause I used to get very, very like upset and heartbroken and like, you know, just kind of stereotypical movie stuff where you're, like, crying and, like, it's, you know, like, the world is ending because mm -hmm. a boy doesn't want to be with you anymore. And these days, I mean, we were kind of talking about this earlier, but I think because I've been on so many dates, which sounds bad, but, you know, it's, it's, that's what we're here to do is, like, test the waters, I guess. Um, I've been on so many dates and hung out with so many guys and, like, had so many failed attempts at something happening that... I'm kind of numb to it now. And so mm -hmm. it's really hard for me to like make a connection with someone because I, I go into some, something automatically thinking it's going to fail. And right. so it, that's, yeah, it's kind of, it's just beat me down. I think to not even believe that anything's going to happen anymore, mm -hmm. which is like the well, millennial think, way. Yeah. That's also because things haven't worked out for you since right. you've experienced things. And you know, we did mention this earlier, but I feel like the more we experience, the more we're, the less likely we are to take another risk because we're right. like, well, it didn't work out the first time, right. so why would I try again, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's where it plays into, like, well, you never know what's going to happen. Things just happen magically a lot of the time, and you don't understand how it worked out for people. And I'm huge into cliches, and I do believe that, like, things will happen when you're not looking for them. But Right, right, which is what I've tried to tell myself because... Everyone's like, you know, you're the person will come to you when you're not looking or whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the total like Pinteresty like idea of what dating is and how mm -hmm. you're gonna find your soulmate. And I yes, I think there's some merit to that, but at the same time it's like if you're not looking, then like a man isn't just gonna like drop his like vegetable into my cart at Whole Foods <laughs> and like we're gonna get married next week, you know? Like I don't think that's really in the cards for me. So I think you have to put a little bit of effort into it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if I'm not putting effort into it, then I then I end up sitting around sulking on my couch. And I'm like, why am I alone? You know, and like, he's going to come meet you while you're Right, on the couch. exactly. And then I don't get out. So in some respects, like, this whole, like, online dating thing has really helped me with, like, my, like, mental illness and anxiety and all of that. Because, like, I used to be terrified of dating and, like... Not terrified of dating, but terrified of, like, being on a date. And just, like, the awkwardness of it. And, like, the anxiety that comes from, like, having to go meet someone. And, like, just the whole the whole shebang. And just the, 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 the mental and emotional turmoil that can come from things not working out. But I think it honestly has helped me so much because I'm putting myself out there more. And, like, I'm okay if things don't work out. And I take things, like, less personally. And, yes, some things leave some wounds and but those wounds are healed much faster these days mm -hmm. which I don't know if that's a, a good or a bad thing probably <laughs> like probably leaning more towards the good side but like I said I'm kind of like emotionally numb to things not yeah. working out anymore right but because we're we basically expected to happen right you just like I manifest a failure yeah rather than like manifesting totally positive yeah right this is yeah. Do you ever think, like, what do guys think of these situations? I am so curious about that. And I was actually, I was, like, waiting to get my nails done yesterday. And I was reading Cosmopolitan, which I have not read in, like, five years. You know, like, 
like what's ha what's the best way you can turn him on in the winter months like it's just like what and there was this section about they have like this guy columnist or whatever who's like their love expert and he's a dude and like one of the questions was like do guys freak out about text messages and when to send them? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, absolutely. Like, we totally, we freak out just as much as you. And I'm like, but do you? <laughs> like, because I kind of generally think guys just, not as a, not as a whole, because there are yes. some, yeah, no, I got to be careful. I know. I got to yeah. be careful with my, like, generalizing here because I don't think that every male is a scumbag. Let's just get <laughs> that out there right now. It's not like, I don't think that the male species as a whole is terrible, but... In my, in my experience, which is all I can use, right, is my own experiences and the guys that I've dated and whatever, um, I don't think they really care because I've been ghosted by more men than I can count. And mm -hmm. that is like, that's the definition of not caring because you don't care enough to send someone a text to even just say like, not into you, okay, bye. Like, I would much rather prefer that than just, than like... ghosting. Yeah, crickets. Mm -hmm. And so I don't really... I don't know. I, th I think there's definitely men that, that care and, like, that... Uh, what were we talking about? What was the... What part? <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> oh, um, do you think guys feel the same way as girls? Like, what do right, you think their right. thinking is? I do think that there is some level of, like, anxiety and, like, mm -hmm. you know, just all of that stuff that comes along with dating. But I think maybe women just have it on a different level. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more heightened. Because I also think in some way that it, at least, again, in my experience, it feels like the men have all the power. Yep. Like, they're the ones that, like, I have to wait for them to text me. I have to wait for them to, like, want to do something with me. Mm -hmm. And, like, they, it's, it's so messed up because in my head it's almost like they have the power to make or break something. Mm -hmm. And I literally told this to, I was talking with my mom the other weekend um, about this guy that I was, like, dating recently. Um, and he was, like, supposed to do something with me, whatever. And I was talking to my mom about it and... She was like, yeah, well, hopefully, like, he'll come. And I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. It's kind of, it's up to him. And she was like, how is it up to him if things work out? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's whether or not he texts me back. And she was like, but Madeline, you like, you don't have, it's not up to him. Mm -hmm. Like, this, this is a, it's a, it should be a 50-50 thing. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so it's interesting how, and I think maybe that just comes from, like, society and, like, stuff that we are seeing is like the male figure is like, you know, like mm -hmm. he opens the car door for you, which I like hate when people do that for me actually. Yeah, me but, and like just all of that stuff is like the male has the power in the relationship. And I don't know. I think these days it's hard to find an equal relationship. And maybe that's just coming more so from my mind and the guys that I've been with, but yeah, I don't know. So, um, the dating app you're on, what is it called again? I'm currently on Bumble. Okay. So what, can you explain a little bit about, like, what's, what's the premise of Bumble? How is it different from other so, dating apps? So, yeah, so I've been, in the past, I've been on Tinder, I've been on Hinge, and I've been on Bumble. Tinder is just, like, it's a, it's a no. It's just, <laughs> like, you're not gonna find your man on Tinder, you know, unless you're trying to hit it and quit it. Like, it's not, <laughs> I don't think so, I don't know. It doesn't seem like the guys that are there are ready for anything. Yeah. Um, Hinge, is, Hinge is interesting. It's a little slow. It's like 
it, which Bumble has kind of adapted some of Hinge's things now recently because oh, really? I just like re-downloaded it, whatever, and saw the updated version. But Hinge is like getting to know the person before you actually like them. So there's questions you can answer mm -hmm. and like, you know, stuff like that. So it's more kind of a personal thing, yeah. I guess, as personal as it can be when you're like swiping a dude on a dating app. <laughs> yeah, I have Hinge. That's mainly what I use okay. right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I had that before and like met a guy on there and it was nice. Um... But I didn't, and it was and nice. It was nice. <laughs> well, yeah, he's like currently ghosting me, so maybe it wasn't nice. Nice. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so then I kind of went back to Bumble recently, which is like literally in the last couple of days. Um, and they've kind of updated it now, so you can say like what you're looking for, like if you have cats or dogs, <laughs> like how tall you are, which is, which is a nice thing to know. Yes. Because I, you know, it does. It, I don't want to say it doesn't matter. I'm a tall woman. Right. I'm 5'10". And so I have had guys tell me that my height is intimidating. And like, the, which is kind of, you know, like, excuse you. But it's, I, I think more so on my side, I want guys to know how tall I am. And yep. I don't know. That's just a whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, and then they have like a question feature, like where you can do the three questions. But mm. I wasn't really into that. But they have a little bit more of like that type of personal information mm -hmm. Um, Whether or not you want kids. Right, and, um, yes. Like yeah. smoker, drinker, whatever, all yeah. those things. Yeah, all yeah. that stuff. If Pretty you're, cool like, active. Religious, too. Right, like, right. Yeah. Those are all good factors. Yeah. Um, and the thing I kind of like about Bumble is, like, the woman has to message first. Okay. So it's it's kind of like a, a power thing. Not mm -hmm. a power thing, but an, an empowering thing, maybe. Because, like, I have the choice if I want to do this. And, like, a guy isn't going to just, like, send me a message at 2 a.m. that's, like, wanna fuck or something, you know? Like, that's kind of great. does happen. It does happen, and it has happened to me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It is what it is. Right now, I'm, I've been definitely, I go through phases with apps where, like, I'll be really, like, into it and really, like, checking it a lot, and I'm just, like, trying to find someone. And then I delete it, and then, like, I maybe do find someone, and then we hang out for like two seconds and then they ghost me and then I like re-download it and like right now I'm just kind of not super into it I'm not checking it a lot I'm not mm -hmm. feeling like motivated to want to message people and stuff I don't know it seems I don't know so do you feel like you do have a little bit more power because you on Bumble you get to reach out to the guy first yeah but then at the same time the this is the mind fuck that is online dating it's like you reach out, then they don't respond, and it's or like then they have the power exactly. And and on Bumble, it's like you have twenty four hours to message mm -hmm. them, or or if you do message them, you have twenty four hours for them to respond, and then it like expires or whatever. But like that's the other thing is it's it's such a there are all those questions and like what are you looking for and like whatever like what's your sign. But at the same time, it's a very, like, superficial, mm -hmm. like, instant, like, oh, no, I'm not into him. Like, no, 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 no. It's, you know, we're looking at pictures. Right. And, like, yeah, it's cool you have your PhD in, like, neuroscience mm -hmm. suite. Good for you. But, like, it, it, I don't know. It's a very it's a very superficial thing for sure. And then it can get your mind, at least my mind, rolling with, like, oh, he didn't like me back or he didn't message me back. It must be because, like... I looked fat in that picture or something, you know? <laughs> right. And so then it, it just, like, it kind of causes unnecessary anxiety that doesn't need to be mm -hmm. there in the first place. Do you catch yourself feeling or being or acting a little more judgmental when you look at these different profiles? Yes, and I was literally thinking about that this morning. 
because I was like on there like swiping or whatever. And I would go and just be like, oh no, like I don't find him attractive. He's not attractive. And while I'm doing it, I'm literally thinking to myself like, but he could be so nice. Yeah. Like he, the like the guy that you find attractive is probably going to be a dick. Yep. And the guy that you don't <laughs> find attractive is probably going to treat you well and like actually want a relationship mm-hmm. and is not going to ghost you. And that's the really hard thing about online dating is like, it's such a quick snippet in mm-hmm. your mind of like, no, 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 no. And then they're gone forever. But, like, in person, if a guy that I maybe wouldn't normally go for came up to me and was, like, funny and nice and, like, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. I would probably be super into it. Right, Because he's just, like, being a nice human, which is hard to come by these days. I think that's one really hard thing about online dating right now is until you meet the person, you're not going to know how you necessarily feel about them. You Mm -hmm. know, on paper or online, like, it looks, you know, they check off all the boxes or sometimes they don't. um, And then you meet up with them and then you're like... Oh, right. You know, or what if, like you said, you go for someone that you maybe did not want to go for originally and they, there's something about them. Like, I don't know, like their mannerisms are just like the way that they mm-hmm. hold themselves that is like, Oh wow. Yeah. That's actually really attractive. You right. Know? Or right. maybe they, their ideals, you know, like values and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, it's, I've had my experiences with online dating and it's very interesting to see sometimes, like, the outcomes between the person that you date online and then the person that, or the person you think you're going to date mm-hmm. versus the person that you meet. Yes. And you're just like, whoa. Right. You're either super different or exactly what I thought you were going right. to be. Yeah, and that's the interesting part, too, because sometimes I think I can get so blinded by the fact that, like, I'm on a date with someone that, like, I kind of let some of that go. Mm-hmm. But I've experienced that a lot where it's, like, texting, like, texting... Um, connection is like heavy, like real heavy, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, wow, this is, this is going places. And then you meet them and it's like, okay, he's like my best friend now, like <laughs> best friend vibes, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's the really interesting thing about it too. Cause I kind of like to talk to someone a little bit longer before I like go on a date with them mm-hmm. just as like a comfort thing, I think. Um, but like I've texted guys for like a couple of weeks before we've hung out just because of, um, like, schedules, and mm-hmm. probably my own anxiety, whatever, but, like, <laughs> um, but the texting, like I said, is, like, you know, kind of constant, mm-hmm. and, like, just very connected, and, like, you feel, like, all the feels, mm-hmm. and then you hang out with them, and it's, like, a little bit different, and I think also playing into that, though, is just, like, nervousness of a first date, and, like, it, you kind of, you know all the stuff about the person already, yeah. so it's, like, all of that is taken out of the way But at the same time, you're meeting someone you've never met before. So it's, like, it's a very odd thing. Because, like, I've never met you before, but I know, like, your brother and sister's names. (laughs) I know where you grew up. Like, it's it's so strange. I love your cat. Right. Yeah, so, like, you're meeting this stranger that you know all these things about, and it's still uncomfortable because they're a stranger. But then what do you talk about? Because you've already talked about everything via text. Yeah, and then I think that's where I, like hardcore go into the friend zone because I'm either like <laughs> I'm either ghosted or friend zoned quite frankly like nothing like, yeah that's what that's what is happening these days for this or gal honestly I also do the do that as well I admit to it I right I mean yeah I've ghosted guys I will say on the app mm-hmm. which it is not is not correct I will say that that's <laughs> not a nice thing to do but I have not, we were not, like, emotionally invested. We were yeah. not doing this or that. We were talking about, like, what did you do at work today? Oh, like, it was, like, small talk, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I honestly, like, 
might be feeling another guy more, so I just forget about it because yeah. it's like in a line of dudes. That sounds mm -hmm. really bad, but like no. that's how it that's works. The dating world now. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but how are we? Oh, the friend zoning thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then you just like start talking about like music and this and that and the other, and you're just like sitting together talking about friend things, mm -hmm. and and one thing leads to another, and things don't work out. Yeah. I don't know. There was this one guy that I met on a dating app and like we'd hung out a few times and it was very like it felt very comfortable because we had so much in common. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, like this, like I didn't really feel anything because I was like, well, nothing physical really happened, but there's definitely a connection. But knowing me, like it's easy for me to connect to people, right? you know, so it was like we hung out a few times. It seemed very platonic. And then one night, you know, we spent a night together and then the next morning, I found out, like, oh, maybe he's not really that into me, you know? And then he, like, and then I kind of was just like, oh, yeah, I feel like I'm not that into it either. Mm -hmm. But eventually, like, things ended between us, and it was because, you know, friend-zoned, again, the same, the same exact idea. And then I was like, well, you know, I could just tell him, like, why don't we be friends, you know? And right. I told you this earlier, but, like, yeah. I have enough friends. I don't need more people to be friends with. Right. Like, I'm right. not bragging about that, you know, but, you know, obviously very grateful for my friends. But, like, I don't need more people that I have more things in common with. Mm -hmm. you know, that's not why I'm on these dating apps, yeah. you know? Yeah, so. which some people do use them for friends. Like, there's Bumble Friend or whatever, mm -hmm. but... That's, I mean, we talked about this earlier, but the whole friend zoning thing, like, is it authentic? Like, when a guy says, like, I think I just see you as a friend, like, let's just be friends, like, do they mean it, or do they feel like they need to say that because they don't want to be seen as a douchebag who broke up with someone? Or not <laughs> right. broke up, because, like, God knows we never get there, but, like, <laughs> just, like, let someone down easy or something, you right. know? Um, like, are you less of an asshole? <laughs> right. Because, like, I had a similar experience with a guy over the summer where we were, like, texting a lot and like connecting a lot and like I was really into him and then we hung out and it felt very friend-ish to me mm -hmm. and assuming him because he later friends owned me but but I think I was kind of blinded by like our texting and stuff and I didn't want to lose that that I was just like all right but like nothing ha like no intimacy happened like we were just sitting and like getting along like we were best friends like talking about like music and what we were connecting on and stuff like that um and we hung out, like, three times, I think. And it was very, like, very, like, friend hanging mm -hmm. out. Like, yeah, it was not, like, a dating type of thing. And then he, like, texted me and whatever. I was like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. Like, would love to stay friends with you, though. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, and part of me was like, yeah, that would be cool. Like, I would, I would genuinely like to have him as mm -hmm. a friend. He was super cool. And, like, looking back now, I really didn't actually have feelings for him once I hung out with him. Exactly. Because, yeah. whatever. But then, like but then like there's no correspondence after that it's like so why did you even feel like you had to say that if you don't mean it right like just say just you... that they feel less like right an asshole right know. exactly and that's exactly what it is yeah and like i mean and the same thing goes for if a girl does that to a guy well yep depending on the girl i guess i i don't know i don't want to <laughs> i take that back maybe but um but yeah i just that's that's the shit I cannot deal with is, like, when you say stuff and you don't mean it. Yeah. It's, like, that's what gets me fired up. Yeah, I've recently been trying to do that less. Like, it's hard because when you're on the other end and you don't want to hurt the person's feelings, mm -hmm. 
you say something that's not necessarily true that can get you off the hook, but actually ends up hurting the person even more. Right, right, know? exactly, yeah. Where it's just like, well, I don't want to be with you because I'm not looking for a relationship. Not because um, you're not right for me, which in reality, it's almost always because you're not right for me, you know? Like, right, right. And I almost wish, I mean, yes, it hurts to hear that, but I'd rather someone was honest with me and said, I'm not feeling it versus, for sure. you know, like, oh, well, it's not my time. Like, right. I'm not ready for a relationship yeah, right now. Yeah, I'm like, way too busy. I right. work and I'm like. Which we've all used those Oh before, my God. And like but, newsflash assholes, we're all busy. <laughs> right. We all have lives. We're we all have 80,000 things. Right. Exactly. It's like you can make time for people that you want to be in your life. Right. And, and that's really the end of the story, you know. And that's how you know, like, I think it took me a while to realize, like, you have to consider your self-worth. Like, how much time are you willing to spend on mm-hmm. someone and, like, be hung up on them? You right. You know, which shouldn't, you should never be hung up on someone that's not giving you the time of day. But, you know, obviously we're all human and we do that anyway. Yep. Um, but, like, how much are you willing to, like, give to the other person before you realize, like, oh, wait, maybe no- nothing is actually going to come out of this. Right. You know, and, like, because they're not going to tell you. Right. Not Not every time anyway, but, you know, it's... Yeah, it's definitely, I don't know, I've definitely done it before where I'm like, oh, well, I'm just not, I'm not ready for a relationship, but um, recently I've been trying to be more honest, like, yeah. I went on a date with this guy in the summertime, and we vibed really well, like, huge connection, we really, like, we talked about mental health and, like, positive psychology, and mm-hmm. he's awesome, and I love hanging out with him, and, like, he's one of my favorite people, but I just, like, wasn't seeing a romantic connection there Mm -hmm. and he tried to like he was really good about communicating and like texted me and was like um hey like do you want to hang out again and um you know trying to make plans and I told him yeah I'd love to hang out again but you know just so you know I don't think of you like I don't see myself dating you right and while that stings it's also like well at least you're not leaving them hanging exactly yes you're giving them an answer right like we all need answers and when we Myself, I'm going to speak from my experiences, not like everyone else, but like (laughs) when I don't get the answers, that is when I like spiral and that's when I get depressed and hang up on, hung up on the guy and like, it's, oh my God. I know it's really hard to be honest and open because you think, like you said, you're going to hurt someone else's feelings and like, that's a hard thing to do. And like, just in our society, I think it's hard for people to be honest and open about Mm -hmm. stuff like that anyways, because it's so easy to take like the easy route of just like whatever but which I guess for a lot of guys is just not texting because it's like oh she'll get the idea you know (laughs) but it's like did you die do you have the flu are you in a coma like I don't know but like when I don't have closure I I don't freak out well I I do freak out but like (laughs) it's just like just give me an answer like what you said just like Text me and say, like, I'm not into you. Thanks. Bye. I, I would, like, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I'll take it and I'll move on. But then when you don't respond to something, it's just, like, I, I cannot handle that. And it's not even more so on, like, a emotional, like, oh, I'm so into them. I, like, really wish they would, like, want to be in a relationship with me. It's like a, I get pissed. Like, I, it's angry. It's like, I am, like, I'm feminine, hear me roar, like, type of, like, woman revolution shit going on. Like, I get so pissed off because it's just, like, it's such an unnecessary thing to do when you're emotionally invested in someone. And that's what I, that's what I mean more so is, like, the things where you're hanging out with them and, like, there's a possibility of it actually going somewhere, you know? Not, like, one date in or whatever, which is also annoying, but, like... 
when you're playing with people's emotions and that shit makes me very angry. I don't know. It's the not having closure mm -hmm. like is a is a trigger point for me for sure. I feel like maybe sometimes people who aren't on the other end or aren't on your end I don't think they understand the effects that they have on other people mm -hmm. like when they leave them hanging. They're right. Probably, like you said, they're just like, oh, well, they'll get the point. Right. You know, but you don't under Like, those people have emotions and feelings, too. You yeah, know? It's and, a human being. Yeah. Right. And I think that when, you know, back to dating apps, when you look at all these people, there are hundreds of people, you know, it's hard to remember that each individual person has feelings and is expecting an answer right. from you or, you know... And yes, maybe I'm think I'm overthinking this. I mean, welcome to my life. But um, when you, I mean, I've done it too, where people will, will reach out, and then I'm like, oh, no, I'm just not going to answer because right. And I've know. done that as well. For yeah. Sure. But like you said, when there is already some kind of connection, or you think it's going to go somewhere, I mean, I think it is. It's it is helpful to kind of hear back from the other person. Which yeah. Also, for those of you listening, I will have um, mail. What's the word I'm looking for? Guests. Male guests. Male representation on this podcast as well. This is it's not, not all like, like females just no, bashing men. Exactly. That's not or the Or females goal bashing females. You never know. Right. Because I do want to get more like male opinions too. For on, sure. Especially on online dating and stuff like that. Yes. Because um, this isn't, like you said, it's not male bashing. Like No, it's just speaking. And that's all we have is our experiences, right? Yes. So that's all we can go off of. And that's why I'm a little tainted. Quite, I'm jaded. <laughs> like... I'm a jaded woman in the dating world because mm -hmm. of my experiences. And that is completely 100% valid. Because mm -hmm. I don't think... I'm not like a crazy dater. I'm not clingy. I'm not like this or that. That's why I'm just like, what the actual hell? Like, right. I, what, like I've got to get something somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, what I just had a point that I wanted to bring up. Oh, about like the male getting um, what like viewpoints from them or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I told you about the guy that I've known for like four years or whatever. Yes. And we used to have like a thing or whatever. I was way more into him than he was into me, but I was naive and it was like at the beginning of when I was like really starting to date, I guess, um, and like be an adult and do adult things. So this and was four years ago? Yes. Like 20, wait, 2014 and around this time. how long were you guys like hanging out? Um, like... Eight-ish months, maybe? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But very under the wraps, like, in and out. Mm hmm You know, stuff that is, like, no bueno for me now. <laughs> but, um, but now that, like, we're kind of coming back into each other's lives mm -hmm. these days, but there's not a romantic thing for me, which is, which is great that I've realized that because I was hung up on him for a while mm -hmm. and, like, talked to my therapist about him and everything and, like, that was a hard one for me for a bit. Um, but... Like, now that we're just friends, my therapist is why, like, why don't you just talk to him and get advice on, like, what maybe he thinks about you in the dating world or, like, why things didn't work out yeah. or, like, this or that, you know? Like, an honest opinion from a man that I have dated, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, th I think, like, we definitely need more of that because in this, like, 2018 women revolution, it's, like, you know, pussy power and, like, <laughs> these, like, ladies, let's, let's rip it, let's go. And I think it can be hard to to get the male opinion on a lot of this stuff, which isn't fair, 100%, because, like, we can sit here and talk about the men we've dated and how, like, some of them were shitty, some of them were great, but it just didn't work, whatever. But I don't want 
men to not have an opinion and right. like not be able to stand up for their choices mm-hmm. because while some their choices are shitty like ghosting people or whatever women do that as well mm-hmm. and like it's not just men doing that and where, where, where I don't know where I'm trying to get right now but basically like I I want like equal sides like yes. both sides to have an opinion mm-hmm. on what their dating experience is and how they view it and like why men do the things they do why women do what they do and like there you know. seems to be some kind of misunderstanding on both ends. Right. So then, you know, think opinions that we start to have about guys that, you know, on our end, what we see as screwing us over, you know, we end up with these strong opinions about specific guys. And then guys also think, oh, well, girls are crazy. Or mm-hmm. like, oh, I need oh, to act sure. a certain way. Or, oh, I need to tell a girl that I'm not looking for anything before we hook up kind of thing. Yeah. Which has happened to me before. Oh, yeah. More than once. And, yeah. like, I understand that, but... I feel like there's still a misunderstanding because guys and girls are not telling each other, you know, like you don't, let's say you go on a date and it ends up really bad. What happens if one day you get together with that same person and talk about why it went badly? What on their end did they do? You know, not because you want to fix everything because each person's going to have a different experience, but Mm. like just getting some opinion from the opposite sex or like, you know, opposite, whoever you're dating, like, yeah. just getting an idea of, like, well, what happened here, you know? Right. And sometimes it's as simple as there was no chemistry, mm-hmm. you know, or timing is bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, another thing I wanted to say was, like, I did actually reach out to someone. I never actually dated this guy. I was hung up on him for a really long time, and then we became really good friends. And this was, like, also three, four years ago, I think? 2015? Yeah, three years mm-hmm. ago. And, um... We are now really good friends. Like, he's probably one of my best friends. You seem to have good luck with that. What? Like, being friends with the guys that you dated. Yeah, because I try to be super understanding. Like... I think, yeah, I get... I, like, black out. (laughs) I'm, like, just pissed. (laughs) Like... I try to, like... And that might not work for me very well because I think a lot of the time I give a lot of guys slack and I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't care, you know. Yeah. So that speaks a lot on my self-worth and I'm still working on that. But this guy specifically, like, we talked it through and he was open to, like, talking about, like, you know, he apologized for things not working out and stuff like that. But I was really hung up on him for a while. And then, um, you know, our friendship kind of... Like, we didn't talk for a long time, and then eventually one day he reached back out to me, and he was like, hey, you know, how's life and everything, just as a, in a friendly way. Mm-hmm. And um, we kind of, like, rekindled our friendship a little bit. And so since then, we've been really good friends, and we're very, we're like the same person, mm-hmm. basically. You would get along with him really well, too. And I asked him just, like, two weeks ago, after I was friend-zoned by yet another guy, <laughs> I was like, is there, like, okay... I liked you for a while. You were somewhat interested in me for a little while. Mm-hmm. Like, can you tell me, honestly, please, if there is something that I give off that, right. like, somehow, like, is a complete, like, w- the opposite of a magnet, yep. or whatever, that rep- yeah. repellent? <laughs> and he, he was like, you know, he answered very nice. He was like, you know, Julia, you have a lot of desirable, uh, what is it called, features? or Yeah, you know, let's cut that shit and just tell right, me about right. stuff. And I knew he was honest with that. But one thing he did say was like, you know, but I was at a time when, you know, I wasn't quite sure about what I wanted, mm-hmm. and you just seemed so eager and so ready to get into a relationship mm-hmm. with me, yeah. and I was like, yep, well, I scared you off, right. obviously, you know, and I remember the way I treated him, the way I acted towards him, you know, looking into his eyes and smiling, and like, oh my god, I'm so about this person, I'm right. so into you, you know, and like, I don't think that's wrong, I just think it needs to be with the right person, mm-hmm. so that they can look at you that way too, you know, and he was just like, 
she's like, oh god, this chick, like, I yeah. need to... <laughs> she's, like, staring through my soul right, right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to back out. Um, yeah, I probably do that as well. I was just talking to my friend last night, actually, about that, because she's, like, she, like, shoots it straight with dudes, and, like, does not give them any, like, leeway, no, like, you know, she's just very, like, upfront with them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I am upfront with dudes at all. Yeah. I'm, like, a bit of a pushover, yep. quite honestly, because I get caught up in, like, wanting something to happen. Same. And yep. so I'm like, well, let's just roll with these punches and see where things goes. And, like, if he wants that, fine. Like, let's do that. And, like, I get a little, like, submissive, not in, like, a creepy way. But, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, I don't think that's the term that I wanted to use, but it happened. <laughs> but, like, but you know what but I mean? Like, I just kind of, like... I'm very chill, and I don't over-text, I don't over-cling, and, like, maybe some guys want that, right. but, like, at the same well, time, I don't know if that's a guy that I would want to be with, right. but I feel like maybe I give off that vibe of, like, maybe that I don't care, or maybe that I care too much because I'm, like, doing what they want all the time. Right, right. And so... My uh, sister and brother-in-law, shout out to Michelle and Michael, <laughs> I love you guys. They have been trying to set me up with people, like, forever. The last three years, probably. Oh, really? Constantly. Michael's friends. Oh, like, my oh gosh. yeah, hey, you I can... wish my brother would do that. Well, it never actually works out. Yeah. This last guy, actually, it's a funny story. My sister was like, oh, yeah, this guy, Nate. He's great. Or Nathan, whatever. And, like, I met him a couple years ago, and I was like, yeah, he's cute, you know. I was like, I'm not putting effort into this. If you want to set it up and he reaches out, fine, I'll go on a date. Mm-hmm. So she has Michael go catch up with him and says, like, you know, they catch up, they haven't talked in a long time, and then, um, Michael asks, like, yeah, how's life, whatever, he's like, oh, it's great, I just, you know, I came out to my family this past summer, oh. and he's 31 years old, the poor guy, oh, I, feel, wow. I feel for him, and I'm very happy for him, Yeah. like, yeah, I'm in this relationship with this guy, I think his name is Jason, I'm not sure, and he's like, he's so happy with him, I'm like, that's great, yeah, you know? that's wonderful, but, yeah, like, dodge great, that but, bullet, yeah. I guess, <laughs> You know? Yeah, and, like, so I'm very grateful to Michelle and Michael, but, damn, I don't know where I was going with that point. Where were we going? Oh, well, I was talking about how I was, like, submissive. I don't want to use that term again, but there we go. <laughs> like, that's not, not in, like, a BDSM type of way. That's not what I mean. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Clinging. I'd give off a vibe maybe that I don't care. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, Michelle and Michael used this term, I think it was a year or two ago. They were, like... Well, you're, you know, we realized about you, you're a yes girl. And I'm like, mm. what does that mean? They're I like, you too. say yes to everything, you agree to everything. And I'm yep. like, well, that's because I don't want to disappoint anyone. They're right. like, well, that's not you being you. That's not you being authentic. Yeah, you know? for sure. So that's step number one. It's like, how can you be your complete self? Oh my God. You know? I am such a yes girl when it comes to dating. Like, it is right. insane. I will, like, quit my job, move to <laughs> another country. Like, yes, 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 yes. Something right. is happening. <laughs> Like, because I, I was really, really, in, I mean, I still am into yoga, but, like, I was, like, really, really, really into it, and then I, like, met a guy, and I remember, like, I didn't do yoga for weeks, because, like, he wanted to hang out at the times that I would normally do oh, yoga, yeah. and, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just skip yoga to do yep. this, to, like, sit on a couch and watch Netflix with a dude that's, like, nope, trying to get that. weird, you know, and, like, <laughs> it's just, yeah, you lose yourself, and I always tell my friends that I'm a bit of a hypocrite, because I have friends that are in relationships, and, like, give their all to this guy, mm-hmm. and, like, you don't hear from them for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, I don't ever want to be in a relationship where I, like, lose myself and don't right. and don't give other people the attention, which I still do give my friends attention whenever I'm, like, hanging out with a guy or yeah. whatever. But I definitely, like, am consumed yep. by you the male that. figure in mm-hmm. my life. Yes. Yeah. 
I do Which the same. Is, and it's hard not to be, you know, because yeah. because uh, you're afraid that like if you don't, then they'll drop you, you know. Right. And right. I think, but then you see, I don't know, on Instagram, I saw this. Ansel, the guy, he's an Oh, actor. Ansel Elgort and, uh, uh, Viv, what's her name? Violet, Violetta. Yeah, 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 her. she's like a ballerina. Yeah, I see their relationship. And, yeah, and, like, I, I, I love, like, they look at each other, like, they, they're mm-hmm. so into each other, and that's great, and I love that, and there was this one part, I think he put on his story or something, or, no, he posted about her saying, like, what he loved about her, and one of the things that he loved that she said was, you know, he asked her if, he, if she wanted to hang out, and she was like, I can't today, I'm going to practice. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a dancer. And so, it's like, being able to not be a yes girl all right, the time. But right. also, like, you don't want to do it just because you want to seem cool to the guy. You want to yeah. do it because it comes from your heart. And yeah. like, I can't have yoga today. Like, that's, like, I love yoga, and that's a huge part of my yeah. life. You know? Yeah. It's so hard, though. It's, it is. It's really tough. Yeah, because like you said, you you think you're going to lose them. But at the same time, it's like, I think the healthiest relationships are people who can do their own thing and like the girl yes. travels for two weeks by herself and the guy is like fine and that's that's where like trust is a huge thing and I am like I am a millennial that's poor with trust issues. Oh, same. that's like that's my brand. Poor with trust issues and I like, like mental illness. <laughs> that's like that's my brand. Hit me up, Mad Balance. Okay, <laughs> but like honestly, like it's insane. I like I'm getting a lot better with it. I'm trying yeah. to trust what people say and like. He told me he's not going to do this, so just trust that. He's not out doing Mm -hmm. A, B, and C. And that's just something I think that comes with age a lot and, like, experiences and this and that and the other. But it's, like, really freaking hard because you – I don't know. There's – people are up to funny business a lot and – Well, the thing for me is I hear so many fucked up stories. Yes. And I'm like, how am I ever supposed to trust someone? Right, exactly. Like, we were together for five years and he had a girlfriend – another girlfriend for three of those. Or we were together in college and I – and he lied to me about where he went to college. What? Like, that was a thing. And I was just like, what do you mean? Like, Like, how how, are we getting here? Right, and how are you so inhumane to, like, act this way, you know? And, like, I mean, I'm not saying girls don't do crazy fucked up shit all the time, too. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's just, like, how do you ever learn to trust someone? And it's it's really intimidating. Right, it's It's hard. And the vulnerability and, like, just the whole whole thing that Mm -hmm. comes with it. Like, being more open with people, trusting that they're going to, like take your feelings and your emotions and not shatter them and curb stomp yeah. them. And like, you know, it's just that whole thing, which by doing my blog and opening up about mm-hmm. like mental illness and all that has helped me a ton by realizing that like sharing that stuff with people is not like, it's not a secret that I'm like, don't ever tell anyone that I have anxiety. You know, yeah. like we all have anxiety. It's like my nail artist yesterday was like, what struggle are you having today? Like you just oh. pick from your struggle. Like, not no, not in like a not in a bad way, but yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. we nice are all way, dealing yeah. with something every single day. Yep. And some days it's harder than others. And this got off on a tangent, but no, it's applicable. Um, but yeah, basically, like I'm, I don't get as like I was gonna say a word that I don't want to say, but <laughs> like <laughs> upset if I'm vulnerable with a guy and then something doesn't work out because yeah. it's like that was an experience for me mm-hmm. that helped me be more open with someone that I before would not tell anyone anything ever. I was like putting on a happy face, like, mm. oh, you just, you just, like, ditched me, oh, yeah, you want to come over tomorrow, like, right. you know, like, it was terrible, I was just, like, <laughs> I was an extra yes girl, you know, because yeah. I was just, like, I was so confused and naive, and I didn't know what was going on, and I was just, like, 
jumping at the bit to hang on to any last like resemblance of something that could be a relationship. Mm -hmm. And these days, I mean, I go into it hoping that something might work out if I'm into it, but I'm like, I'm cool if it doesn't. And I mean, we talked about that at the beginning, but we we get off on a lot of tangents and yeah, I don't know where that's we're what going. This topic with them. is about that's why there's no agenda. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's this is this is as raw as it gets. Basically. But um, oh yeah, the tr- whole trust thing. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, trust is hard. Yeah. Just have to hard. blindly go into it and hope for the best. Right. But and not get too upset if it doesn't work mm-hmm. out because it's like chances are it won't. <laughs> right. Like if you tell someone that you like committed murder, maybe that's like next level. But like. You're just telling someone about your day and how you're having a hard month or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's fine because that was also was a cathartic release for yeah. you to open up to someone. That's also being real. Like you don't want yeah. someone that you can't be real with. Exactly. Who, who won't hand, be able to handle, mm-hmm. to, you know, because that's not Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. why these, these days when I'm like in this dating world or whatever, I'm like very open about like mental health and like that whole side of it. And I'm like, I want you to talk to me about your feelings and I don't want you to freak out when I want to talk about my feelings. Right. Like, I don't want to just good. talk about, like, basketball and, like, mm-hmm. all that. Like, that's whatever. Is. Yeah, basketball's cool. Sweet. Glad you like it and you yeah. watch it. But, like, how are you? Like, yeah. how are you how today? How is your heart? Right. And not just, like, good, thanks. You know, like, having a panic attack on the inside. <laughs> but, like, I'm doing great. You know? Like, authentic sharing. Yeah. And, like, because that's how you connect with someone. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't know. I think that's a good wrap up too. I think we're just at about 45 minutes. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. typically we won't have episodes that are longer than I'm going to keep them at 30 to 45 minutes just because I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm going to play the millennial card again. We don't have very long attention spans. Oh my gosh. Totally. Like I see a podcast that's two hours and I'm like, when will I like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It takes like two months to listen to one podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah. Um, thank you Madeline for being here and, um, Thank you to the listeners, whoever you guys are. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Cover My Meds, folks. You said you would listen to this. <laughs> <it's> you. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, tune in next time. Thank you. Bye.